Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. This is episode 247 and I am your host Sean Garman. Here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, we thought we, we did a show before this whole election started. And the election's still going on. Uh, it looks sort of basically all wrapped up unless I'm sure that um, the current president will do everything you possibly can to filibuster this as long as possible. Even saying that he will have to be pulled out of the White House kicking and screaming. That would be just so appropriate for the last time we ever see that man in the White House, wouldn't it? Or right before he's hauled out out to prison. (laughs) That'd be just great. Like, oh, you're just total full circle. The child gets pulled out of the White House. Um, But, uh... Yeah, this has been a saga of stressing everyone out for a whole week. At least you're state represented and have voted for the the better person. Um, yeah. At, at least, uh, you know, and, and being more of an upstanding human being. And uh, my state, of course, with just uh, so many personalities that we have in Florida, including all of the Cubans and other Latins that feel like we're just going to become socialists or something. Not going to happen in this this uh, country. Our our Congress, so one would not allow it. So I think people are just like freaking out too much. Like it's one thing for some of these smaller countries to do that. It's another thing for uh, the oldest democracy in the world to be doing that. Um, so yeah, but uh, let's let's get off political talk because that's one way to turn people off really quick. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening, whether it's your first time or the, I don't know, hundredth time that you've listened. We appreciate you either way. And you can always go hit subscribe to the Video Games to the Max feed on whatever podcast uh, app or device that you listen to us on. So that way, whenever we do drop a new episode, you can have it right there in your feed. And of course, you can go review us on Podchaser or any of those other uh, com, or just on any of the other um, apps. And you, we have a Facebook page, w2net.com Facebook page. You can go follow us on. We're both on Twitter. He's at Humanity Plague. I'm at W2MSean. So you can go check us all out and what we have to say on a, you know, daily basis. And so, you know, the other uh, major thing, of course, from this week, of course, the consoles don't come out for until later next week, but the reviews are already out for both Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Um, so, I'm sure everybody's been watching and reading those already, but, uh, anything? Have you, have you even, have you read or, or watched any of those? Yeah, I've seen most of them. Or I've seen a good chunk, like Giant Bomb, seen at Game Informer, GameSpot, and I think IGN. Yeah. And they've all been mostly towing the same line, like, more or less. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox Series X is great, except it has no games to really show off the console, PS5. Sort of the same thing, except uh, it looks the UI is newer and 
uh, sleeker, and you know it does have Demon Souls to show off the console, which you know that's what Demon Souls and Spider Man and uh, Bug Snacks and that robot thing. Yeah, I'm a Bug Snacks, Spider Man, and what's the other major game? Astro at Sackboy are all on PS4. But yeah, Astro Astro Bot yeah. uh, can can also uh, show off the system because it comes packed in. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Either way, I I think it's hilarious the, the people that have been using anything anything possible to, you know, spread the console wars. Uh, anytime there's a post of oh look at this game oh it turns out that like apparently PS5 does uh, some backwards compatible games even better than Series X and some of them not because they're none of them are optimized for the SSD on PS5 like apparently Bloodborne still plays exactly the same. Uh, while Dark Souls 3 and Sekiro play really well. So, you know, weird that Sony wouldn't try to get FromSoft to do that right away when you're giving that away in the PlayStation collection, but I guess whatever. Well, it's um, not day one yet, so they still come down the road. Yeah, it also, yeah, it could be that it's coming in the. I mean, all these patches. reviews for like the PlayStation 5 that talk about, like, they can't talk about, like, the store. Like, that's still under embargo. And I was like, why? You know, like, what. What does that it's really like, matter? But yeah, I know. Why you know. is it? Oh, because we might see a a game that you don't want us to see yet. Like it's that's weird. I, I don't know why the store is under embargo still. If, I think it was like it was like the store and the media apps, and it's like what? Like I think Netflix? Xbox already told you all the media apps that are going to be on it. Like why? Yeah. I don't know. Sony's has been weird about. Let's be secretive. I mean, to be fair, some of it's worked, obviously, but I think that's just more people are just interested in the PlayStation in general. Uh, there's more PlayStation owners. There's going to be more interest, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'm excited. Uh, you got the good news that your PS5 is uh, coming yeah, day like and date. The day of, yeah, I'll be camping out on side of my cold ass porch waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that doesn't, uh, I would be doing the same thing, obviously. It better not rain. <laughs> or well, snow. Considering, <laughs> considering where you are, wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, uh, Randy did get the same thing. Jens, as far as I know, still has not getting, gotten uh, anything yet on whether or not he's getting either one on on the actual date, right? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Well, he would have mentioned it, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, mine, my Series X still says order received. Uh, so some people, it seems like the there was a lot more PlayStations that moved to shipping date than Series Xs. We'll see if that changes in the coming days when it actually gets closer to launching. I'm not gonna. I don't want to keep mess doing trying to do that trick of. Um, apparently, if you mess with the shipping, uh, it's uh, a change it to two two day shipping. Yeah, like. Apparently, if you switch it between seven day and two day, it like might met, met and for a lot of people, it apparently changed the yeah. made it ship when it's supposed to. And I was like, ah, I don't want to keep doing that. And then it tells me I'm they, they canceled it or something. So I just want it. I just want them to take the money out of my account now. <laughs> That's what I want. I mean, yeah, I want them to do that too because it's set on a card that basically is all for that. <laughs> So, like, I want them to charge it so I can start making payments on it and then be able to use it again. 
Um, or find out if I'm not going to get it for a while so I can use it to buy games or whatever, you know? So, uh, yeah. It being Amazon, just charge it already. Come on, yeah. let's go. Well, they charge when they ship, not, and not when it's really going out. So I'm hoping, I'm just tired of having that money in my account because it's like a very big uh, temptation yeah. to blow it, you know, on something really dumb. So just, just take it now, so I'm broke. <laughs> Exactly. You know it it went through and you know it it's going and right. Um so I'm hoping that I mean it has happened before where you I, I know it's happened to me a few times where uh it says order received and then it still shows up the day it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh so I'm hoping that that's what'll happen for me, but who knows. Uh, if not, the nice I I will say if not the nice thing about right now is that I can just play Yakuza and Assassin's Creed and uh, Kingdom Hearts on my phone and on the regular Xbox One, and then whenever that does come in, I can just put it right on the the Series X. So, um, yeah, it's so like, I mean, nothing really bad to say about either console. I mean, yet I feel like that's good. That's something great to be excited about. That you don't have anything to to worry about with those consoles so far. I mean, obviously, Wait. again, yeah. The biggest negative I've seen is, like, the PlayStation UI isn't as, like, it's built on, like, the PS4 back end. So, like, a lot oh, of yeah. menus are the same. The menus or, look the same, except it's gray. Or, like, I think I think Jeff Gerstmann is complaining about some of, like, the, like, party system or, like, how to find, like, the photo app or the photo album thing. But it's, like... Yeah, but they say, have the create button and all that right there. So well, yeah, but like the like the actual program that you can use to like edit photos or copy them over. Like he said, that was kind of hard to find. Um, like the import gallery or the export oh, gallery. Oh, okay. Thing. But uh, I would say that's actually pretty negligible because, like, considering what a mess the Xbox at one one had this generation of. Oh, but it's movies. definitely a lot better now since they've updated it. Yeah, I've been using no, it, I'm, and it's so much better. Yeah. I mean, and I don't blame this is why a lot of the UI wasn't changed because they just basically like a month ago, I think it finally got available for everybody. Right. So, uh, cause well, it's been why, in that preview program forever. No, I was like, that's why the PS4 one or PS5 one is still based on PS4 because the PS4 generally worked right out of the box. Like they added more features like resume, yeah. like stick and resume and stuff like that. But for the PlayStation 4, they never really completely overhauled the system because yeah, they didn't need to because it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked really well, pretty much. Um, uh, at least it's way better than the freaking PS3. That oh my god, that thing was so slow. Yeah. Um, I ne- like I-, I hate it that they have classics that are just stuck on there that probably will may never show up. And yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like uh, oh my god. Uh, uh, navigating this freaking and the way that they would have the games all listed out in this huge ass list and I'm just yeah. like really <laughs> this is terrible um but a different time a different time folks well uh, once I get my PS5 and put my PS4 in a plastic bin you know I'm never gonna remember that thing again probably <laughs> I'll probably take my PS4 and Xbox One up to the room and then the 360 and PS3 will definitely... I, I actually don't have them hooked up at all. They're just there. And I will probably just put them up. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, you know, I don't have anything that Anaya could really play. So I, there's really no point of me even having them other than to just say I have them. <laughs> yeah. So, 
but they're not worth anything, at least at a place that would give you anything for them at this point. So yeah, I mean, well, well keep them. certain PlayStation threes are kind of are still kind of expensive, or you know, they can be decent. But like, I went to a, I went to a store to like sell an Xbox, an extra Xbox or six they had. They were like, "We'll give you twenty bucks for it," and I'm like, "Nah, I'll keep it." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like nothing. Um, so coming up, we do. I mean, obviously, again, we don't have the systems yet, so always so much we can talk about. The next show, hopefully, we'll have ours. Um, depending on when Mark gets his, he may or may not get hands-on time with it by then. Uh, but, yeah, we'll definitely, and hopefully Jens will as well, we can get him on. Don't know about what Randy will be doing, but we'll see. And we'll get to talk about him then. And, yeah, and then talk about the games uh, as well. Um, that uh, we've been, that uh, go along with those launches. So, yeah, that's to look forward to. Obviously, plenty of stuff to talk about that's been going on in the news as well. And then we also have our top five launch games of all time uh, to talk about. I'm probably going to drop some controversy, at least I know with mine. So, uh, we'll see. And, yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. I haven't been playing anything because I've had to... Um, I've been working, and then the election is basically, I've been watching that all the time, don't, don't really want to do anything, and then if not, I finally got the Captain Subasa review written, it's like, I don't know, 3,000 words or something, and then I got all of y'all's backlog, recent backlog done, except for your Watch Dogs Legion re- review, which is now, po- um, it's in the editing bin, I gotta get through and edit it, and then post it. What are your, I guess... You talked about it quite a bit last on the last show, but uh, anything else that you wanted to? No, I mean, on it? still the fatal flaw of the game is just that, like, it's there's no story or there's no main character, so you can't write a story around it. So it's just it's, like I don't know why you're supposed to care about any of the characters you play as. Like, I don't even know half. The, I don't know any of their names. I just know them by what outfit they're wearing, or say, like, hey, this is my dead set, or this is my uh, Albion guy, or this is the Kelly gang guy or girl. So the game, the story is not interesting on its own without having the character. Uh, there's at least, I mean, some of the boss, some like the kind of the hot, the enemies, like the boss enemies, are kind of interesting. But like, there's no emotional investment in any of it because you don't care about your character. <laughs> ah, fair enough. So the bosses uh, aren't even good enough to like carry the day. No, oh, there's like four of them. One's kind of a spoiler, but the other three are like at least two. Two of them are kind of in the story, but one of them is so not even a part of the story. I didn't know she was a major boss until, like, I defeated her. You don't even fight her. You just pick a, you just do, like, uh, a moral choice. And then I went to the boss screen, and she, it showed her with an X. And I was like, wait, that was a boss? Like, you know, it's like, that was that was anticlimactic as all hell. Like, really? <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I was originally, I, I mean, I gave the, I think I gave the game a six. I was going to give it a seven, but like oh, the wow. load times are so bad in the PS4 version. And it's not like, you know, if you load into the game, it's fine. Or like, I understand missions to, like, can take some time to load. That's okay. Yeah. But like, the game's premised upon you switching characters, like, I would think kind of frequently. And there's like a 20 second load between character switching. And it's like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I guess on PS5 and, Series yeah, X would be pretty instant. I, well, I'm hoping. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I, I reviewed the PS4 version. Once the PS5 one comes out, I'll spend more time with that. And if it's better with that, I'll probably give it a higher score just based on the technical merits. 
but it's not going to like fix the overall like inherent flaws in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just really weird. Like, I, I can't fathom why they built the story like that. And they, they, Ubisoft keeps doing this where they have like basically like baseless characters or characters with no personality. And it's like, you're not Valve. You're not Nintendo. Like, if you want people, if you want these stories to resonate, if you want to have a story in the first place, you're going to need some type of interesting character or, you know, a character at all would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand that. Like, um, they just kind of had a, not even a best two out of three with Watchdogs because Aiden wasn't uh, he was great. I, at a, I think Aiden is like one of the worst characters in all video gaming. <laughs> and the fact that they were like when they announced or when they announced season pass, they're like, "Oh, we have a we have an Aiden Pierce. He's going to be one of the focus points of the uh, season pass." It's like really like like why you're going to pick that dude instead of the Watchdogs two guy? Like, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. And like. It, and, like, Watch Dogs 2, you have, like, I mean, the main guy, I think his name was, like, Marcus Holloway or whatever, he was an interesting character just by himself, but, like, he had a whole gang of people with him that all had, like, distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. And all, all I have is a really bitchy, like, uh, politician and this cop uh, who's, like, actually a, a creative, or a uh, central character, but she does nothing. She just hangs out in your base and just, like, lambasts you, and that's about it. <laughs> it's like, this isn't exactly a great, like, Group of, group of people to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, certainly not. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully they'll learn. They still got Assassin's Creed. It looks like Ivor's going to be a good character, and I'm kind of uh, still excited to play Immortals Phoenix Rising, so we'll see when that comes around on December 3rd. And, yeah, I mean, we'll... we'll uh, that That's going to be interesting, because now they're going to have one less game to deal with for that December area because Bloober Team and Microsoft moved uh, the uh, oh my gosh why can't I think of the the medium yeah out of that spot at December tenth immediately when Cyberpunk moved into that spot I said how long is it going to take before the medium moves out of there because even though it's a you know it's going game day one to Game Pass they still want people to buy it right and going up against Cyberpunk is just asking for like no one to buy your game. Uh, so they have moved to January 28th of 2021, giving them a much more cozy spot because usually that's the time where kind of get people breaks. And that is when we started, we've been having big games come out, you know, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil 2 came out that time frame. Kingdom Hearts 3 came out in that time frame. Monster Hunter World came out in that time frame. Uh, I don't know which one was the one, uh, this year, if there was yeah. one. I'd have to it look blends, at it. It all blends together for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, it's uh, it it's a much better uh thing for for a blooper team getting out of the cyberpunk time. I mean, they did blame it on COVID, but they did. It's funny they did they did actually say in their uh press release due to the release calendar during that time. Yeah, that's always, that's always nice. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess they acknowledged it or whatever. But yeah. uh, looking at it, the biggest game that came out in January, and I was the biggest seller in January, was a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which you reviewed on the 17th, because uh, Warcraft 3, Reforged did not do well. And yeah, I mean, Jesus, I was playing it is okay, but I wouldn't consider it a, like... No, that's an indie game. I mean, Kakarot yeah, people was big, going, but it, 
It shouldn't have been, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was sort of the big release of January. We've had bigger releases in January previously. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, Bluebird team gets to go out then, and we'll see if there's other stuff that are coming around it. Uh, now that the, you know, PS5 and Series X will then have close to two months have been out at that point. Speaking of, you know, the, I mean, I would say, uh, this furthers the, the bad narrative that Microsoft has right now with the Series X of you don't have any games to show off the system. This was your first game to show off the system, and now you don't get to have that either. So, not great. Uh, one of the games I would say that doesn't show off the PS5 very well, Godfall, turns out it's only a timed exclusive until May 12, 2021, where it's free to go to other consoles. That's one game that, unless it comes to Game Pass, I will care nothing about whether it shows up on Xbox or not. <laughs> I just have no interest in that game, and every time I look at it, I'm just like, really? Okay. Uh, it's not just you. I don't think anyone has any. Like, there's always like one or two games that come out for like a console launch, and they're just completely ignored, and that's going to be that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's people that are like big-time you know, Borderlands fans that will buy anything that's released by Gearbox or whatever, and cool and there's people that like these these kind of games that i'm sure they will go for it but i don't know this like trying to go crazy because it's uh one of those ps5 exclusive games let's buy it uh, i don't see the big deal about that um yeah and uh, also kerbal space program got delayed until at least 2022 that's crazy we're delaying it not just until 2021 but 2022 um, Nate Simpson, who's the creative director, said that he's very frustrated. They've had to adjust their schedule already once due to COVID. And, you know, there's a, just a lot of technical and creative challenges with trying to do something different with Kerbal that wasn't uh, just in Kerbal 1 or just doing Kerbal 1 better, which I appreciate. Like, I appreciate that they're actually trying to do something different and trying to go the extra mile and and, like make something that you haven't seen before. Uh, so, I mean, nah. that's, I don't see that as a huge problem because like Kerbal one got released in early access and it was in early access for like 60 years or it seemed like, or, you know, yeah. like, that game was like, like that was like one of the first early access games and it was an early access for, I think, I think at least five years. So if they want to wait that long to even put it out in the, like, they want to keep delay it till 2022 to put it out like in an alpha state, which they probably will. That's reasonably okay. <laughs> yeah, that um, I, I just I, I, mean, I appreciate the transparency at least. Do you like? Have you played Kerbal or do you like it? Yeah, at all, I like what? Kerbal a little bit. I know Daniel's the one that's a huge fan of Kerbal. I like Kerbal some. I mean, I like the idea of it, but I don't. Yeah. I didn't find it really easy to use. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, that's. It took me a while to figure it out. I, I like I said, I liked it, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh man, Kerbal's awesome or something. Yeah. But, I mean, there are a lot of people that really enjoy that game, and uh, hopefully, you know, they can make Girl Space 2 something good. And Control, which was, you know, a lot of folks' game of the year uh, for last year, uh, getting that Ultimate Edition. We talked about how it's coming to the cloud for the Switch in the last show. Well, it's not coming to the next-gen consoles, at least until it looks like February or March, uh, because the Ultimate Edition has been delayed. They want to... Uh, make it as best as it can be. We've already seen how apparently it's not all going to fit on one disc for Xbox and all that stuff. So yeah. it's apparently a lot that they're having to do. And 
I guess good for them to be able to give it some more time in the oven. Sure. I mean, control's so. a good game, and having it on a much, on a much more powerful system would be very nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, especially with the problems it had on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, so, one of the uh, funny things, I guess we shouldn't be surprised, right? Like, it it is Konami after all, but apparently PT at some point worked on PS5, and then now it does not, uh, thanks to... Uh, Konami. So, according to both Polygon and Games Radar, uh, Polygon's Michael McWetter, McWerter, um, yeah. he said that apparently when he first got his PS5, he actually transferred the P- PT over, uh, actually transferred over the save and everything. He restarted it from the beginning, and it, hey, you know, uh, and then, you know, all of a sudden, uh, after October 24th, they used it more, and apparently it seems like PT sure. was uh, taken down by Konami. Well, I'm sure it's just some system of a flag that, you know, 99% of the apps are cleared to pass, but, like, it was, like, uh, PT... Well, I mean, it's, like, those 10 apps that, like, aren't playable, like Shadow Complex, Hitman Go, and, like, those other eight crappy games. Yeah. And then they probably just have the flag... Selected for like no for some reason, like either technical or what. But also like Well no, but apparently know, it seems like Konami's stopping it. Well that's what, no, that's what I mean, is yeah. Ubisoft put out that list, you know, last week or two weeks ago saying like, oh, these like nine games aren't playable. But apparently Assassin's Creed Syndicate is. So it's a like, kind of the inverse. It's like, why did you put this list out and then it is? Like so I'm sure they just select they just elected to not have it be usable. Like it's not it's not a technical thing, because I think I think the Game Informer guy said, like, hey, this plays fine. Like, it's not it's not fixed, or it's not, like, improved at all, but it plays just like it did in the PS4. And it probably won't be, but... Right. You know. I'm kind of curious, like, you have to imagine that... Uh, I think there's, like, the one... The other Game Informer guy says he still has his console, that his, his PT is still playable on his console. I would be curious about, like, his, firm, her, his firmware, because if it was, like, 1.0.12 or whatever... And those are all, those are on the consoles out right now. If you could get your if you could get PT on the console without going online first, and then go online and update it and have have it still work, <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of my my questioning or my uh, thing that I might try to do. Like, don't go online. Don't even set up an account if you can. <laughs> Just out of the box, put in like a USB key or you know a hard drive with PT and say, hey, will this work? Yes or no? Yeah. It's not. I mean. I mean, those consoles have probably been sitting in a, uh, you know, warehouse for like a month at least. Like, they're not like opening up consoles right now and putting up the, the, the new firmware out on them. <laughs> no, you're gonna have to update when. Yeah. When you turn remember, I mean, on. I didn't have it, but I remember like the, when the Wii U came out, there was like a really massive update uh, that like took like a damn hour to download because the Wii U speeds are awful. <laughs> yep. Well, so. I mean, updates now take sometimes hours to download too. <laughs> Right, yeah, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they'll fix it. I mean, Konami yeah. did this before where they made it to where you couldn't, um, what is it, you couldn't take, you couldn't download it from the store anymore, so the only way you owned it is if you had downloaded it previously. And Yeah, there is, like, some bootleggy way to, like, get it back in your PS4, like, you have to, like, do- like download it from, like, some weird server or something, but I don't, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's again. Yeah. It's it's a cool demo, but it's still just a demo at the end of the day. I, 
I, I mean, I, I played it and I wasn't that impressed. I just, I just find the mystique around the game really funny. <laughs> because there, are, there are people who like obsess over it. It's like, it's, a, it's an hour long demo. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> get over it. Yeah. But I'm sure they would say the same thing about like my obsession with Sonic Extreme for the Saturn. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only the difference is that was a cool game, so. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll see if that ever gets, um, get fixed here for, uh. Yeah. Or it'd be funny if, like, one day it's just, it's just allowable, or, like, someone just stumbles upon some arcane method to, like, just get it on your PS5. Like, oh, if you download, or if you install, like, these four games, it somehow works, or something weird like that. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of, uh, things you won't be able to do, apparently I'm a P, well, see, like, this is weird because I watched IGN's review and I watched, uh, Kind of Funny's review and some other ones and it's like, they were talking about, okay, PS5 apparently you can move, you can have the external drive set up just like the Xbox Series X and just stick it in there and it pulls all your games and apparently, at least the IGN guy, that's what he did to get his games on and, then now all of a sudden GameStop is reporting that you can't just plug in external drive. Oh, like, so I PS5 always, games can't need to move it to an external drive. Which is weird because always, he says that they could in the review I, that I watched. <laughs> so I always thought it was like a, you could only store games on the external drive of like for PS4 games. No, the, okay, so like the Series X, you can store I mean, Series no, I, X I games. That. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's what I, I'm saying. That that's what I thought it was all about, though. Like, yeah. You just not. I mean, yeah. It's well, but got, like, I don't no see why. Thing. Like, it matters why you can't store a PS5 game on an external drive. Like, it's just storing. You're not trying to run it off there. You're just trying to use it yeah, as storage. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably add that functionality in later. Yeah. Especially after the first week when everyone fills up their PS5 hard drives. <laughs> oh, certainly. Yeah, especially once uh, Call of Duty comes out. And that yeah. thing is, takes up this massive storage that, especially you play Warzone and then you're going to get Call of Duty Cold War after. Oh my god, your, your, uh, your 64, 664 gigabytes of usable storage is going to go out pretty quick. Um, you know, and, and then if you get all the big games, you know, um, for one, if you try to install most of those games on that PS Plus collection, you're going to, it's going to go out pretty quick. So, yeah. you know, and you don't have them or something. Yeah, it, that's gonna be interesting <laughs> how that works. Um, it, so so far, you know, uh, you know, every review I've seen, or well, just knowing uh, Series X, you can house next gen games and transfer and play um, on. But you know, you have to transfer them back to play them uh, right, on the console. Keep, like- yeah, and then like archiving them if you want to get them off. Or you I know. think they will fix that because that kind of. Unless Sony really wants you to go buy it. Like, that's the thing, too. It's like, okay, right now, when you buy the PS5, or if you get a PS5 launch, you will not be able to put in an SSD drive uh, to upgrade storage. So um, the only thing you can use is an external hard drive. So that makes no sense to where if you know for a while you're not going to be able to let people use those um, internal drives, you need to make this work. Because at some point, people are going to want to what if, I mean, it's not everybody, because there's not a lot of people are going to be buying all these launch games, but if you buy a lot of these launch games, or games that come out afterwards, even if they're for or, PS4... Yeah, I was going to say, or PS4 games, like, most of the videos I've seen, people have, like, 
three PS5 games and like, the rest of the library is like PS4 crap. <laughs> yeah, so like you're still gonna want to move over your PS4 stuff to the PS5. Like that's gonna fill up your um, and to only make your PS4 games able to move back and forth, that kind of seems weird. I think yeah. they'll fix that. Um, but yeah, we'll see how much of that uh, 664 gigabytes becomes a problem well, pretty quick. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't think you didn't. I don't think you posted it, and I know I didn't. But like the Xbox Series S has like 364. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Again, every time. Like, every time now, I feel like we just hear worse and worse things about the Series S. And yeah. I almost thought about buying a Series S at first. I said, oh, if all it does is it just doesn't do 4K or whatever, then no big deal, whatever. And then it's like, every time you turn around, oh, now it doesn't even run. Now it has a hard time running games uh, in 4K, and really the only cool thing about the Series S is it can do 120p. The problem is most TVs don't even do 120p, so that doesn't really matter. And then the storage space is terrible, and, and you're talking, it's a digital only console. Like, I mean, Xbox makes you install the whole game anyway. I don't know how PS5 is doing that this time, because at least for the PS4, you got to save some of the hard drive space. So that'll be interesting to see if somebody figures that out. Uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know. It just, every time you turn around, you're not hearing great things about the Series S, if you care at all about graphics and storage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it really does feel like a budget console if you really don't care about any of that stuff and you just want to have a console that says, hey, I'm in next gen and I can play some of these games. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, it makes me happy that I chose... The Series X. Every time I hear more things about the Series S, yep. Uh, yeah, let, let's hope uh, Sony fixes that that thing pretty quick here, so you don't um, do that. One cool thing that uh, both Sony Rx after doing, I, maybe it's not so cool, but because I do miss like going to the store sometimes and like having that line to to go get your console or see if you can get a chance at a console or whatever. That's not going to happen. And I mean, and I, and I make sense during the pandemic. You don't want people crowding a store, being around each other all the time, uh, to see if they can get a shot at getting a PS5 or Series X. It's going to be all online. So, uh, Walmart, Best Buy, um, that's it, right? Anybody else well, announced like, that they were? Sony basically said we're not going to have any store. Like, this console is not going to be sold in the store this year. And I don't know if Microsoft is doing the same thing exactly. Well, Mar- yeah, Microsoft, at least for Walmart and Best Buy, Mar- well, they had a really awesome commercial for Walmart, yeah. which gave me all kinds of feels because I wasn't the exact same age as the way they had that kid start out. I was a little bit, um, I think, younger, and I had a Naya yeah. into the Xbox One generation, not the Xbox 360. Uh, but, yeah, like... It still gave me the feels of like, oh man, that's a console that I've been with my entire, you know, life or whatever. Very much like PlayStation or, um, yeah, I feel, you know. I feel more nostalgic for the, the PlayStation than the Xbox, honestly. But yeah. yeah. Well, like, the Xbox was the first console that I remember asking for. Like, I remember telling my dad, like, I want this. Because my friends had it. We all played it at parties. Like, we all played Halo when everybody took their TV and everything. Like, like, that was the console that I said, I want this. Like, all the other ones, my dad just, he knew I like video games, so they just showed up 
and my brother also had those consoles, so, like, you know, he'd probably talk to him about it or whatever, but, so, like, I have a nostalgia for that in that way, but, um, still, I, I thought that was cool that Walmart and Microsoft were able to make that, uh, that advertisement. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I question how much of this is COVID related. Like, you know, they don't want to spread, you know, the illness to people, but also how much of it is like just low stock in general. Yeah, but like, why wouldn't you want people to have a reason to come into your store and because maybe it, see if there is one there? You know? Because I don't think, I don't think Sony or Microsoft want the headline of, Console sales are spurning COVID upsurges. Like, yeah, probably do. Or you don't want thirty people crowding inside of a, a small ass GameStop or waiting a an well, yeah, line, because people you know. are crazy now. They'll follow these trucks, and somebody will get a somebody will take a picture and be like, "Oh, we got PS fives in the warehouse, or we got PS fives in the back." And so, because yeah. trust me, this is somebody that that used to um collect pops. Trust me, I know when when the those people that like because there would be people that work at these stores that also collect them and they'd be taking pictures just to uh, screw with the people online that that you know they know would go crazy, uh, especially for like the convention ones or whatever. And the same thing would happen to PS5 or the Series X. They would take pictures and let people know that they're in stock, or people would start using that. Um, there's a there's a website that you can use to find out if there's things in stock physically Ripsy. in a store. Yeah, you said it. And so like, I, I, it's funny I use that site or I try to, but like it's always wrong for me. <laughs> oh, is that, I had that same problem with Target. It was always wrong or whatever. But it's like, I, yeah, go ahead, sir. I was gonna say sometimes it works, but like you know, at least more than half the time it's wrong. Or they go like, this one Best Buy in your area has like, this laptop for super cheap, and I go there. And they're like, we don't have any laptops. <laughs> it's like, thanks a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, shit. Like, I had the SKU number and the stupid, like, you know, whatever Walmart ID you need. And they're like, you don't have it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and Great, then like, the, next day, still showed, the next day, they'll still show it in stock. So it's like, you didn't sell it. Like, <laughs> where'd you put it? It's sometimes, though, that's, it's not that they have in stock. It's that that's so display one. And they're not selling that. Yeah. Um, which they don't tell you there. Uh, so. Like, you know, I think it's, I get it. Like, I think you just have a mass crowding of people being like, oh my God, it's at the store. We're going right now. And there'd be, you know, it'd be like Black Friday every time there's a new stock. And I don't think they want that. It's, right. You don't need that. Especially with the PlayStation 5. I think Sony knows, especially with PlayStation 5, people would go crazy like that. Um, and also, Bla- about- oh my God, can you imagine Black Friday? I mean, I don't yeah. know about like down there, but like, uh, regional chain up here in Meyer got rid of games pretty much all together. They have, like, one aisle that's, like, really sad. Yeah. But even, like, the Best Buy are getting rid of, like, physical media. Oh, really? We had, like, my local Best Buy had used to have, like, I think four shelves of Blu-rays and DVDs and stuff. Now uh-huh. they now they relegated it to, like, one corner. Like, basically, two very small shelves and it's like, what happened? You know? like Yeah, but I think that's the thing, though, is, like, a lot of people don't buy movies and especially music. Like, they don't buy it physically that much anymore. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, like, but there's still, I mean, there's but, still a market, and I'd rather have that. I mean, but if you see, like, if you ever go on like Best Buy's deals of the day stuff, like website, mm-hmm. they have the weirdest crap they're selling now, like on their site, or if you can buy it in the store. And it's like, why are you selling suitcases? Why are you selling roadside emergency repair kits? It's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, now they they sell appliances. 
you know. I mean, they've like, always sold yeah. like fridges and shit. I mean, I don't fault them for yeah. that, but I mean, people are just—they're not buying all that physical media that they used to. So, like, why? cram it into your store and waste space on stuff people aren't buying. It's like, yeah. you know, it's the same reason why like GameStop doesn't sell DVDs anymore. Doesn't sell, you know, um, they said now, well, now GameStop is only going to sell the top 100 games. They're not going to just sell everything that they used to. So, yeah. or we'll actually have it out in the, the store. Now, if you're looking for a game, you have to go in the, you have to ask somebody uh, over the counter. So, yeah, which that's that smart. Photos. They should have done that a long time ago, honestly. Yeah. To be to be fair, like there is a lot of games that GameStop would sell that I'm just like nobody's gonna buy this like ever. Wait, you don't want to buy, yeah. buy a five year old copy of Madden? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean not just that. It's just like there's games that's like nobody's buying this. It's terrible. You know, like uh, I mean it's like we are too. I mean this is stuff that like you used to be able to get away with. I think I would say that the Wii era was probably the last time. Uh, people just walking in a store and just buying whatever, uh, because it looked, because you had so much shovelware on that thing or whatever. But like nowadays, people are just, they can research and they can go, um, find out what games are good and what are not. And, and, you know, they don't, yeah. they don't really need to even ask a GameStop clerk. They can just find that online really quick. So, you know, but interesting that they have gone this route of, you better get your F5 ready because <laughs> even Walmart said it. Like, um, you have what four days or five days to get your uh, F5 finger ready. Right. I was like, wow, we're really embracing this here. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The the craziness and uh, apparently there's like four different times you can get try to get a PS5 on on Walmart's website. I don't know how Best Buy is going to do it, but we'll see. Uh, so. Also, this was the uh, time of the quarter ending, so a lot of the the companies were able to release their, you know, their big time, uh, you know, financial how much they record. yeah. the financial records, and something just wasn't great for Square as far as Avengers goes. Um, so apparently, they lost quite a bit of money, a six point five billion yen loss for their HD games division, which roughly equates to like sixty two, sixty three million dollars. Wow. Um, and they pegged a lot of it on Avengers only selling about 3 million copies when it was a game that was really expensive to make, about over 100 million. And it looks like it actually cost closer to almost 200 million. And yeah, yeah, oof. That's not even fact, that's probably even factoring like marketing, you know, or like, you know, advertising and stuff like that. I mean, I think COVID played a part in that, like the low Avengers sales. Also, like not having, Marvel movies this year, essentially, like yeah, that that didn't help. But also, it's just a tepid response of Avengers itself. Like I, you know, from day one, I could have told you that game was going to under undersell. Oh no, definitely. And well, not just that. It's it came out that beta didn't help things because it made people realize that the game is uh, broken. Yeah, or just a, a lesser Destiny, which is kind of scary when you really think about it. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, I mean, to their credit, a lot of the stuff you didn't really have to, like, buy or anything, but... Yeah. You know. I mean, I... I, I They were talking about going to fix that game, and I think it has more momentum than, like, Anthem, but I don't think they're going to ever do, like, anything radically different to it. I don't I don't think they're going to destiny that game up. Like, I just think no one cares. 
and it's it's really hard to get that fan base back. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, we always say that, you know, it's really hard with these, like, these, these kind of games. You need to make a first impression because a lot of times people will not give you the benefit of the doubt Yeah, on that. Like, you're not going to just, oh, well, we'll come back later when it works again. Oh, no. Especially when it's not, okay, we're not talking about, um, you know, we're not talking about uh, Genshin Impact. Okay, that, that game's free. Right. We're talking like, about... Yeah, um, or like Fall Guys. But Fall Guys was, I mean, Fall Guys was broken for a little while, but like, that was essentially free, at least from the PS4. So it didn't matter if it was kind of fucked up, at least for like a week. It was still fine. Right, but like but, that's stuff that happens. Like it's not that the game yeah, didn't yeah. work; it's that the servers went down. But it's, it's like Avengers was broken, and then you're having people pay sixty, seventy, eighty dollars for yeah. this game, and then on top of it, stuff doesn't work, and you're wanting to pay more, and you're wanting to do this, and it's like that really leaves a really sour taste in people, sour taste in people's mouths. Like it's just you know, that's the same thing of, uh, you know, why Destiny got so much crap because you were releasing all these expansions and then you weren't really doing a whole lot with them and people are paying $40 or $50 and it's like, you know, at some point, uh, you need like, to, yeah. I guess if Avengers was free, I might try it, but I know I, I wouldn't like it and, and they're not going to sell that game for free or that, you know. <laughs> If you just do what Marvel Heroes did and give you one free character, and then you want to play any others, you just buy yourself. Yeah, it's uh, freaking nuts, man. It's I I feel bad, right? That um, you know that's I the mean, case. But... I feel bad for kind of Crystal Dynamics because they're always blamed for like bad game or like bad sales. Like remember, like two, like Square Enix is blaming them for like low Tomb Raider sales, and it's like we guys have vastly, uh, you know, you have vastly uh outrageous sales demands on Tomb Raider. Like <laughs> they are like, oh you know, the third game like under undersold or like under like did didn't do well and it's like it's the third game. Like what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. But I mean I just don't I, I don't think anyone really wanted Avengers. And like I said, I think like the lack of like the huge marketing budget or like see to me, Avenger the, the biggest problem with Avengers is just like it has no imagination or like no creativity. Like, it only has one character who's not a part of the MCU, at least currently. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Miss Marvel. You're, all you're doing is, like, facing stupid robots in the game. Like, there's just nothing. Like, there's a lot of wacky and weird shit in Marvel. Like, they can't, you know. And it's like, why don't I have some creativity in this game? Like, the old one did. Like, Marvel Heroes had some. Yeah. And that's what's weird. It's like, they have games to look at. Right? Well, they like... Mar- Marvel just plays it so incredibly safe. Like, think about, like, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's like, you can pretty much only have the, like, the MCU Marvel mm-hmm. characters. And it's like, okay, I, I don't care then. Like, you know, <laughs> if you're not, not going to be creative or let people who are making the games be creative, like, why should I care? It is what it is, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if, I, I remember, like, last year people saying, like, oh, they're going to fix Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And it's like, no. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're going to add in like 12 new characters or like 16 new characters and it'll be like, it'll be all the X-Men characters you want and then like a bunch of new Capcom characters. And it's like, well, that didn't happen. So what do you have to say about that now? <laughs> yeah. People are just, 
Sometimes I think like wishful thinking at some point. I mean, it's like, I mean, for Avengers, they should just call it the Marvel game and throw in do what Marvel Heroes did and throw in like thirty new characters. Half you know, half be like recognizable characters, but half just be like kind of weird and off the wall characters and say, "Hey, screw it, here you go." Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, well, at least uh, you know Square Enix has what uh, wasn't great, but. You know who did do fantastic is uh, Nintendo, who are just—I I mean, it's insane at this point. Like the way the Switch is is selling, it's like people are are just absolutely killing it with it. Like buying this thing everywhere, every time it comes out, it's like we're gonna we're gonna buy this, and and it, it doesn't stop, and yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane to me. Um, so what? Super Mario 3D All Stars uh, came out and sold what was it like 5.2 uh, million copies in just two weeks, which that's pretty damn good. They've sold 68 million switches globally. Um, that's pretty insane for that console to only be around uh, for less than. Four years at this point? Yeah. Yeah? Um, I mean, obviously, again, like, COVID helped a lot, especially with Animal Crossing coming out at the same time. I mean, uh, to- but it's, it's crazy. Like, okay, we're at 68. 3DS sales are at seven, close to 76 million lifetime. It's gonna kill that. It's gonna kill that. And like, yeah. Game Boy Advance is 81. I mean, dude. I mean, if- it probably won't crush the Wii because the Wii was like over a hundred million, or way over that. I think. And it depends. But. Like if it depends on what you do, right? If like they do the same thing where they come out with a Switch Pro, and you do the same thing like Sony where you lump it all in together, then it probably will. Yeah. Right. I uh, mean, the whole DS family has, is at one fifty four million. Yeah, I mean yeah, that'd that be crazy if it gets to terrible. that. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, is this uh, not only that, but like Amazon or Animal Crossing becomes the third Switch game to sell over twenty million with Mario Kart Eight and Super Smash, and uh, I mean Breath of the Wild is really close to that, and it's at nineteen point seven four. Mario Odyssey's at basically nineteen, and Pokemon, uh, both the Pokemon's are there too, and they they have the DLC. So like, man. Uh, we'll see if, you know, once we get to, with, to see the PS5 and Series X numbers, if those existing now take, uh, you know, have Nintendo take a hit. But man, Nintendo has really been profiting <laughs> off, yeah. uh, having the old competition, uh, so far. But man, that's, that's, uh, crazy, um, as well. So, and speaking of, just to stay on Switch for a second, uh, Resident Evil 3 may also get a cloud version. Uh, so the next, the cloud game. Uh, maybe uh, Resident Evil 3. That wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's the same, like, apparently it's called, like, Ubitus is the one that's working on, like, at least the control one, and so they've been, uh, you know, they're doing this uh, this cloud version for Resident Evil uh, 3, and uh, it's apparently got data mine, so people found it. We'll see if it gets announced. And uh, they're apparently working on more of these. So we'll see if there's more of them. Uh, more. I mean, games. it's it's an easier way to port to port higher end games to that thing that doesn't have a reduction in 
graphics or gameplay. So, sure, why not? I mean, it had to have a really good connection, so we'll see how good of a connection you had to have for the game to run well. That's Yeah. Uh, could well, they so make like, it work on as something as good as like how Microsoft makes the X Cloud work, where you only have to like have like five, ten down? They'll sell some like five G bundle. We just plug in some weird adapter to get it on five G. <laughs> Ultra Rod five G for yeah. your Switch. Uh, <laughs> probably not, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if five G ends ends up helping with that. Right. Uh, speaking of also, I mean, not that, not that we really needed to, um, uh, know this. I mean, I think we kind of knew already, but, uh, Sonya confirmed that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is only on PS5. Yeah. So. I, I saw people, you know, kind of being pissed. I'm like, what do you expect? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you kind of need to have PS5 only games. I mean, did you want that to be on PS4 as well? I mean, like, look at some of the stuff that game was doing that can't do that on PS4. Not unless you want, like, a 20-second long load time between dimensions or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then that takes you out of it. Like, if I'm constantly having... If you, I have to constantly see a load screen every time I'm going through dimensions, I'm not going to want to go through a bunch of dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so... I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, it, people need to realize that, yes, it's going to well, take like, a while, probably, for the PS5 to be available for everybody, but there's going to be PS5 on the games. Yeah, that'd be like someone going like, "Hey, when's that Dark Souls or uh, Demon Souls remake hitting the PS4?" And they're like, "It's like, no, nope. it's not." <laughs> I think it still may show up on PC at some point. I think PC for, but I'll see. I don't know about that one because, like, I mean, there are some PS4 games on PC, but there's one, you know, maybe two. Right, but they did accidentally like put it into that video, and I feel like it's so weird that. Oh, they had yeah. to come out and make a statement. Like, I don't know. I feel like if it was not going to, I, well, I think like they probably renegotiated the deal, so like from software might own the IP or might have more to say. But you'll never see like Demon Souls on the Xbox. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah, I mean, possibly, but well, Sony owns the Demon Souls name or the IP. Yeah. So that's why I mean that's why they made uh, uh, Dark Souls in the first place. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Exactly. But, um. Yeah, we'll games are all salivating for that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, def- I mean, Jens is absolutely, like, dying to play that game, and I don't blame him. It's the game that, uh, that he's, he's really wanting. So. Yeah. And, and all those Souls fans, that's the game they've wanted to, um, to be there and, and be available so they can have all of them in one place and, you know. Have fun, <sighs> <laughs> I'm not playing it, but I'm sure a lot of people will, and they'll enjoy it. I'm sure that they, there's already people complaining about the, oh, why are you giving them activities to be able to figure out how to get through levels on the PS5? That's so against everything it, that it, From Software is for. No, it'd be, it'd be funny if From Software just said, because we don't want to give YouTubers any revenue or any any hits. <laughs> and that was it. I mean, <laughs> but it's just like, and, the, and then people going, why do we need this when there's nobody YouTube and there's nobody Reddit and there's nobody like maybe somebody wants to make sure you're constantly on your system, right? Like, yeah, that's the whole point. Easier, or you don't know, have to scrub through some twenty-minute-long video about trying to kill this one boss or something. Well, I will totally agree with that. But I, like, I mean, you're also giving the developers work that they technically, 
you know, they don't need more work than they already have. But I mean, for Sony, that's what it is. Like you're, that means you're more time on your console. Like you're, you're using it more for other things. Like you're not just, Oh, let me get out of this to go to YouTube to, I had to do that. There was times I get stuck on a game, playing a game on Switch. I'd have to get out of my game and go to YouTube and, and figure out what the heck I'm doing so I can go through this section and then go back. And it's like, pretty much every game. Yeah. So, you know, and then, and yeah, you're having to do that thing you said. Like, oh, I'm having to scroll to figure out where the hell I am based on this person's walkthrough. And it, you know, so. Right. This is more helpful in a way. We'll see if this actually becomes a, something that gets used a lot or if it becomes a feature that just dies, you know, cause that happens a lot too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is just like right now, the dual sense. Is apparently like this awesome thing, and I, I'm really excited to one day you know, try it out. But um, I wonder if I hope it doesn't. I hope it does not become like the six-axis thing or the. No, I I yeah. think more people are impressed with this thing than the six-axis. Or it's not. Yeah. This this is new. The six-axis right. always felt like they were just tacking it on for the hell of it, mm-hmm. or because they were just, they were trying to capture the like the Wii motion control crap. Like this actually feels seems like legitimately new and exciting for developers and reviewers. So Yeah, because you're getting to add feedback that wasn't in like the sticks and you can feel it when you move around like individually and stuff like that. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, that's something that like really makes it feel like you're immersed in the game and that's you need more of that. Uh, with something being already interactive, you want it to put you there uh further. So there's apparently talk that take two could buy Codemasters, which of course Codemasters uh, makes the uh, Dirt series, which Dirt Five is about to come out with the launch of these consoles. Um, the Grid series, right? Yep. And Project they it? bought slightly <coughs> nice studios, so they own Project Cars. Yeah, Project Cars. Um, and they have, I think they have at least one other, or at least they used to have like one other, uh, like kind of racing franchise, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> It's yeah, I mean, they used to no. do the, like, simulator games. Oh, they do the F1 and, games, that's it. Yeah, the F1. I mean, yeah, and the F1 games are, they're big deals. Uh, they yeah. sell really well, um, you know, so that's kind of in Carrium, is all these dirt franchises and then F1, and yeah, so, and we'll see. I mean, we'll see. it's kind of interesting because, like, Take-Two, like, you know, you wouldn't really expect them to buy them, but... Hey, why not? I guess. <laughs> I mean, it'd be good for Take Two, right? It's uh, yeah. something you don't really have. It's like uh, racing uh, games are usually not something you'd associate with them. So, like you said, but it helps uh, like build their sports profile as well, right? Um, that they, well, that it's like the, the NBA crap. <laughs> yeah, the NBA or the um, they also do it. Well, they used to do the NFL. Um, they, and they should. Uh... They should they should force Rockstar to make another table tennis game. I nah, I really like that game. I, I wish they. I wasn't would. really kidding. Like that was, that was a fun game. Like yeah, <laughs> that game was really good. It'd be great if they did do it, but I don't know. Don't don't think so. Uh, we'll see though. Um, they they did announce that they're doing uh, at least backwards compatibility for uh, Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Two, but that is, that shouldn't surprise you. I mean, they want people to keep. 
doing stuff on those games, so why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, they're, they're releasing some like that new version of GTA Five. Also, I don't know when it's coming out, but they that was in like that PS Five trailer, and they're like, yeah, wait, why are you showing GTA Five? You know, right? Well, hey, why not? People are still buying it. People are still playing it. Yeah. So. Uh, Bethesda is going to maybe making apparently more online multiplayer games. Um, it worked so well for the first time. Worked so well the first time. Yeah, I mean, hey, they've done a lot to at least redeem themselves a bit with Fallout seventy six. Um, at least Todd Howard's. I mean, yeah, yeah. At least Todd Howard is like, you know, uh, transparent about it. He says, "Hey, we let a lot of people down," but you know, I I am continually amazed when they try to cram multiplayer into games that don't require it, and it makes them worse experiences. And yeah. Uh, like Fallout One, uh, the other three good examples are Final Fantasy Fifteen, like yeah, that mercenary the comrade thing. Yeah, comrade. That's sorry, comrade. That made I don't know if it was okay or not. I played it like once and like like no one was playing it, but it's like who? Yeah. Who was asking for this? Uh, the other two good examples are Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs has always had multiplayer and it's always been god awful. And uh, there was one other game, like one other recent game. I can I can't remember what it was, but they like. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh god, yeah. And it's like, why, why do you keep trying to like force multiplayer in these games? Oh, because they want people to play them more. Or, right? or uh, more money. Need for Speed. Like any of the Need for Speed games, this, this console generation has been awful. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's not surprising though. But yeah. Um. So, you know, let's. I mean, let's, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Like, do you think Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield have multiplayer? Why do you need them? They're basically worlds where you have multiplayer there. Like, I mean, yeah. I I just you know you think after after Fall seventy six. I mean, yeah, it, it is like marginally okay now, but it took two huh. years. I mean, they're still doing Elder Scrolls Online. So. Well, that's different. I mean that yeah. that was an actual gain at the start. <laughs> like, yeah, it may have had it may have had problems, but. From day one, it was like functional, or you know, at least had fans. Like Fallout seventy six launched so busted, and like a year after, like, oh, we're gonna fi- finally add NPCs, and it's like, what? Like, don't you know, I think this should have been in from this. the beginning. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, it's funny when companies just can't admit that what they did was wrong, or like, you know, just a mistake and move on. Like, they, I mean, they should Elder Scrolls Online, Elder Scrolls Online. If they want to keep that going, that's cool. Like, that's fine. But they should have just said, "Hey, we're sorry about Fallout 76. We're going to refund everyone's money, and let's let's everyone forget this and move on with their lives." In fact, if they did that with Fallout 4, I wouldn't mind that either, personally. But yeah, I was not a fan of Fallout 4 at all. I I don't know anyone who is. Like, I know people who like. There are some nice things in Fallout 4, like not like no weapon degradation. That's not very nice. But like from a story perspective, and even from a gameplay perspective, it's like. I don't know anyone prefers that game over Fallout 3 or New Vegas. And it's like, that's that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there are people that really like Fallout 4, but it is very um, a very small number, it feels like, over the other yeah. Fallout games. Um, right. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's sort of the, the last of the... I don't know if... Uh, they basically. are... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the last of the news, really. Um, so, I don't know, unless you have something else you want to mention. You don't want to talk about the new Blood Rain <laughs> HD version? <laughs> Not really. 
I it's been so long since I played Bud Rain. Uh, yeah, I, I I I just think it's funny, but yeah. yeah, I mean Blood Rain one and two aren't like bad games, but they're no, very they're fine of of its of their era. Let's say that uh, exactly. Same with like other the same with like Time Splitters. It's like there are really oh, weird I used to love like, Time Splitters. Yeah, but try I mean try playing that game now and going like what the fuck you know? I like, really wish they could like didn't somebody buy the franchise and then. They just did nothing with it? I think it might be that Cock Media or Coke Media. Yeah, Coke or, Media, yeah. Uh, I, and now they're like whatever, you know, THQ, THQ Nordic or, uh, you know, whatever like that. Embracer but, Group. Yeah, Embracer Group. So, yeah, and they, <laughs> I, they, anyway. they keep saying they're, gonna, they're making a new Time Footers game, but I was like, ah, leave that. Like, this makes something new. <laughs> True. This is too- like, I don't think those, like, those FPS games don't work anymore. Like, look at, like, Unreal Tournament. And they tried to bring that back like a few years ago, or like you know, Lawbreakers. Like Lawbreakers, from what I understand, was a, a pretty functional game, but it's just like that type of arena style shooter doesn't work, or doesn't. No one cares to play that anymore. Yeah, uh, this came so. out at a time when there was just other stuff that was better yeah. as well. Right, did not. Yeah, well, that's it for the news, I guess. <laughs> let's get into our uh, big topics. The top five, our top five, are. Top five launch games of all time. Uh, okay, here's the caveat. Number one, I told Mark to, you can only pick one game in a franchise. Uh, number one, because you could legitimately put like four or five different Marios. Yeah. Uh, and then you can make the whole list Mario, and then it's like you can't talk about other games. You could put, you know, two Zeldas, and um, so there's other possibly other titles that also uh, go into that as well. So it's like, I just was like, let's just keep it to one game per franchise. And also it's our list. Like I thought about trying to be a little bit more objective. And I was like, man, there's one that obviously should be there. I think if you're going to do that, but it's like, I think it's less fun that way. Like, and I, obviously we're, t- I'm, I'm talking about Mario one would be there because it basically saved Video games, yeah, it was as a, we know it, such a you know? Uh, breakout hit for Nintendo, or was like the yeah. you know the character, the game for Nintendo, and that came, the NES when it came out. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was the game that like basically made it to where oh, video games for your house, like oh, this can work, like okay, cool, like you know, because um, think about it, like Nintendo was doing something that they could have just fallen flat on their face and it could have never taken off the way it did, um, but it did, you know. So, um, all right, let's. Let's start. So you're number five. Um, uh, my number five was Halo, the first Halo, <laughs> which is actually uh, my number two. And I, it's my number five. Well, it's my number five because I didn't play Halo at launch. Like I got that okay. like at least a, almost like a year later. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a really great uh, first person shooter game. I only played it on. I only played it by myself, so that kind of killed some of my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And there are certain levels in that game which are gnarly, like the library, for example. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Uh, but as a console first-person shooter, I mean, it's still one of the best. Or, I mean, like, gold, like, there are basically two epochs, or two, like, seismic shifts when it comes to console first-person shooters. The first is Goldeneye, and the second is Halo. Yeah, I and mean, Halo really changed. It. That's why I was yeah. my number two as well. It's not just, not just because... I mean, number one, it, it made my list because it's a game that I have a lot of nostalgia for. I go back and play it sometimes in Master Chief Collection. I love the single player. 
Um, it's just, it feels so good to play that game. The shooting mechanics in the game are so good. Master Chief is such a, like, iconic character, like, just driving. I mean, so, some of the, like, uh, you know, driving the Warthog around is not the most fluid thing in the world. Um, you know, so, like, there are things, I mean, the multiplayer was wonderful, just like Goldeneye. It was great for its time of, like, it's something that you'd set up that system link, you could play with your friends, and you could spend hours and hours. We did, that's what we did at summer parties, like, it was, play Halo. We play other games, like, people would bring their own TV and play other games, and but we'd wind up playing Halo for hours and hours, and, See, you know, played- yeah. We played Goldeneye, but I'm slightly older than you, so that's why. <laughs> no, I I played uh, Goldeneye, but like when I had a 64, I played it with like my family, and a lot of them did not understand like how to play yeah. that game. So um, it was more like we were playing Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. and stuff because it was easier to understand. Oh yeah, we played that too. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, was gonna say yeah. the third, like the third, like FPS Shockwave would be like Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's yeah, those are the three. <laughs> uh, but it's like. I mean, and then not to mention, Xbox would not exist without Halo uh, working. I mean, it, Xbox basically made their brand off the back of Halo, and, you know, they were able to add Gears in later, but, I mean, it really is. That's their mascot. That's their their showpiece. I mean, that is the reason why this launch lineup is as bare as it is, uh, outside of Yakuza being uh, exclusive for a short window. I mean, uh, like... Let me ask. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you one one critical question. So about Halo Infinite, do you think that thing is actually going to come to the Xbox One? I think it, I think they need to be smart and just be like, at this point, I know you had already talked about it, but at the time that this game is going to come out, like it, if it comes out in twenty twenty one, I would be surprised. And if it comes out in twenty twenty one, it's in the fall. Like, why are you still making huge games? Like Halo yeah. for the Xbox One at that point. There like, was some rumor about yeah. Halo, like Infinite, like they, they started working like two years ago, and like the demo they showed like, like a year or two ago was like just big, big, like barely a demo and stuff like that. So, yeah. and there's rumors about like all the, only the multiplayer will come out first and the single player will be like later on or something. So, who knows? I, I don't oh, think it'll be Xbox One though. I think it'll be too late. By the time I, out, I think their best bet would be to say, look, I'm sorry. We're sorry. Uh, thing, here's like, a free, like, three months of Game Pass or something to all the people that were gonna buy it on Xbox One, or I don't know. I don't know how you make good on that, but like. Say we, we improved the game too much, so it can't be on the Xbox One. I mean, they yeah, like exactly. And then you go and show a freaking video where that game really looks awesome. Yeah. But it's like, if you're having, uh, Bloober Team come out with the medium, and it was supposed to be a month after the game, the system launches, and it was only on Series X, uh, S and the PC at that point. Like, why are you having a Halo game come out for Xbox One? Yeah. It's like, no, 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 you don't, that's wasting everybody's time. Um, so, anyway. and that's killing your game. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, again, five? my number five is Soul Calibur, which is your number three. Yeah. Um, this game, uh, obviously I wound up loving two a lot more in this game, but like, really? this is like one of the first, uh, fighting games that I was just enamored with. I didn't grow up with, I mean, I grew up in the arcades, in those 90s arcades or whatever, but I was playing, you know, those beat-em-ups or whatever. I wasn't playing a Street Fighter and, and Mortal Kombat and all that. So, yeah. like, th- when that came out for Dreamcast and I remember going to a friend's house and playing this and just being like, 
Fuck, this is great. And then also, they, uh, Dave and Buster's had the arcade version of this. And then yeah. I found out well, it was like, on Dreamcast, and I, I got it. Yeah, Soul Calibur, like, the, I played the arcade version of Soul. It's like Soul Edge, I think. Yeah, Soul so Edge. Yeah. Not, not the same game. I mean, it yeah. is kind of, but like, Dreamcast version just adds so much more to it. Like, from a visual standpoint, and all the new characters and stuff. Like, I mean, I still think it's like the best dream, best Dreamcast launch game. You, you have, you have a different opinion, but. Yeah. I mean, your opinion, like, you said Soul Calibur 2 is better, but like, I assume you just mean about the Link one. Because, like, no one else... Yeah, it's more I about, I like... No one else thinks that way. But I, I just, like, enjoy... It's so clever, just the way it plays and the way that you use the different weapons with the different um, characters. I, I always oh, yeah. enjoy that. And they always had this weird story mode, too. It's a really good pick-up-and-play <laughs> pick game. But, yeah, yeah, if you really know what you're doing, you can, like, kind of just, you know, crush crush people when you really want to. Oh, yeah, you can totally wipe the floor with people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, it's, it is a game that you can also just, uh, learn as you go and get better and, and you don't have to know a lot to be decent at it as well, which I think was, which was appealing to me. Um, yeah. for me, my, uh, number four, uh, was a Power Stone. Uh, obviously I think two winds up making, uh, winds up being better because it has more characters and stuff like that and just improves the gameplay. But like, this game was just so, crazy (laughs) and weird but i loved it like this is another game that you could i could play with friends and you could be there for hours because you didn't have to be like awesome at it you just had to know what you this was like smash like before smash became this ridiculous thing like it did smash better well Um, it's 3d it has way wackier shit going on yeah like I love the uh, thing of like having to take the, you could take the gems and uh and all that too. It was just man. Uh and this is before I really knew about like doing the the, the anime aesthetic and all that stuff. It's like it's just man, yeah, I, the, I I wish they could make another game another one of these. The one guy basically turns into like Goku and you get all the gems, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he does like the spirit bomb. Uh is cool. Uh I don't like the second one as much, actually. Like, I don't got higher re- reviews and stuff, but I like the aesthetic and the, the like, the just the characters of the first one more. Yeah. It's like it more simple, but I, I think I prefer that, actually, than the second one. I just remember some of these levels were, like, nuts, so where you could get lost at the bottom, and as you're making your way to the top, like, stop somebody from winning. Is this, ah, there were so many cool moments in, in that game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, My, uh, yeah, my number what's your number four? Uh, Amp 3. Amp 3, huh? Yeah. Uh, the Xbox 360 actually had a pretty decent lineup, launch lineup, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't aged particularly well. Like, Perfect Dark Zero, it didn't age well a year after that thing came out. Came out. But I think Amp 3 really holds up pretty well, still. Uh, it's kind of a shame it's not backward compatible with, like, the Xbox One or the Series X. Uh, it's incredibly crazy. <laughs> Like the story mode is bananas, but like even from a, I think like it works really well from a gameplay perspective. Like it holds up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it has great music, great visuals. Uh, I think it's fun to play overall. Yeah, I remember. Um, I think the game that I played the most at launch was like Dead or Alive Four. Yeah. For the 360, and I, I don't know why I I, I liked uh, the tricky games more when it came to all that. Well, Tricky was like so, a racing game. Yeah. Amp 3, 
I think I had a few races here and there, but it was more, much more of like a Tony Hawk snowboarding type of game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, building big combos and getting to like the end of the track or, you know, the mountain or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that game still is like supremely great in my opinion and like one of the best extreme sports games around. Yeah, I mean, and like if you think about it, like 360 really did have a good launch line. I mean, you know, Condemned was a really good game uh, that I think right. a lot of people didn't appreciate at the time, but they appreciated like later. Yeah. Uh, and Cameo good. was a good game that I think didn't get enough love. Um, Project Gotham was always good as well. Um, and, uh, you know, the, I mean, they had all the sports games, but those weren't, those weren't good at the time, uh, cause they were kind of bunked. And then Call of Duty too. Yeah. So. And yeah, Speed Most Wanted was really great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that Tony Hawk game though. No, that was one of the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, what's your... Well, my number three you already mentioned, uh, yeah. but it was, uh, Soul Calibur. <laughs> okay. And then... Your number, your number three? My number three is Wii Sports, because this is really one of the few games that I... I mean, my dad's the one that owned the Wii, but, like, Wii Sports really was it made just the Wii. This, Yeah, it made the Wii, and it's like, it really made you feel like, man, I can just be in my living room, I'm not really playing this sport, but, man, I can... I can bowl, I can play baseball, I can golf, I can do all these things. It's like, and it's fun, you know? And I mean, it was just the, the, it really wasn't a whole lot to it. It wasn't this deep mechanics that you're playing in these, these games for Wii Sports. Um, I mean, there's only, yeah. I think there's only five games, right? Yeah. I mean, they added, you know, things later on more to these Wii well, Sports. Well, like Wii Sports, like Wii Sports Plus, I mean, that added more, but like. Yeah. And I think the boxing game sucked ass. Yeah, I agree. But but like bowling, baseball, and golf, and then tennis. Yeah, tennis was yeah. great. Yeah, all the, the uh, other four were really good. <laughs> and like that's the thing too is this: it shows how like a simple concept. It just it, it the the time that it came out at with the Wii the way it was. It really was just this thing of like, oh my god, wow, here we are doing this thing. Cause something you can do with your whole family. Um, I mean, it's, it, what, it's like one of the highest selling games of all time. So it's, I mean, obviously cause it comes with the Wii, but I've seen that, yeah. like, they released that game like separately and like, it's still sold. Kind of an, that's kind of an expensive game. Like to get it now. Yeah. Because if you buy a Wii now, it probably doesn't come with the Wii. <laughs> you have to buy the Wii separate and then try to find that game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's uh, just so many memories with that game. It's the game like you could keep coming back to it as well. Like it's something that they couldn't capture again with one two switch when the switch came out. They tried, it didn't work. And I think even some of the later stuff that they came out with, you know, Wii Sports Resort and all that, I still I think got- it didn't quite capture the. I mean, Resort was different because it added like, it added a lot more complexity to it. I think that's and the uh, Wii Motion Plus thing and all that. Too. Yeah, but like Wii Music didn't do well, and yeah, like every time they tried to go back to that well, it's like no, like you're it, they keep over trying to like overthink it. I think. Yeah, definitely, and I think they did capture, I think, some of that magic again with um, oh freak, why can't I think of it? Uh, their exercise thing that they have for the Switch now. Ring, kind of Ring Fit? Ring Fit. Yeah, I think they have captured some of that a little bit with Ring Fit, but which I think they did not at all with all the other fit things and fitness boxing like, and all that. Like the, like the Wii Fit? <laughs> yeah, the Wii Fit. I mean, the Wii Fit was cool because they had the board, right? But like... They can, 
They cannot find it any goodwill across the land. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's that was peak Nintendo at that point of, like, we could come out with this board that you're going to use to do all this stuff on, and then that went out, went away. Um, yeah. So what is your, your, your number one should not be surprised to anybody that uh, has listened to the show for any length of time, because if there is anyone that has shown their love for Tetris more than than Mark. I don't know. It's uh, Tetris number one for the Game Boy. I thought you were going to say Ridge Racer Seven, but oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tetris number my number one. Uh, you know, it launched the Game Boy. That's such a big hit on that thing. Even you know, as a pack game, but it also showed off the multiplayer capability of the Game Boy at the time. Great. I mean, it's one of the best versions of Game Boy or Tetris still, because <laughs> the later ones also kind of screwed all up. Uh yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many people got addicted and and uh, wouldn't get off a bus playing Tetris? Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, think about a game of just, like, matching blocks. Nobody thinks about how it literally makes... Anytime you think of a, you know, a puzzle game now, it has its roots in Tetris. And, right. you know, that's something to think about. And, of course, uh, you know, before I mention mine, I, I skipped your number two. Yeah, I was questioning that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, well, your number two was, like you said earlier, Halo. Right. My number two is uh, Super Mario 64. Which, and, I mean, 3D platformers so everything does Mario 64, so... Yeah, I mean, I, there are basically three uh, Mario launch games. There's Mario Brothers, Mario World, and Mario 64. And yeah. since then, there's not been a Mario launch game. Well, uh, Super Mario Brothers, you for the Wii U... I'm going to reiterate what it has said. There's not been a Mario. <laughs> uh, I, I just prefer, like, you'll get into World later, but I think Smart 64 is such a game changer. Like, it literally showed, like, how, how 3D cameras are supposed to work in games, like, more or less. Like, there are a few 3D games before that, like, you know, Tomb Raider, but you can't com- compare the camera in Tomb Raider to Mario 64. <laughs> yeah, like, just being able to do that, like, whole 360 thing with the camera on Mario 64 was... Like amazing and just and like Mario, like Mario just controls so well. It is a great uh, variety of levels in, or like you know worlds in the games. The music mm-hmm. is fantastic, especially in the N sixty four, which didn't have great audio capabilities. Let's be yeah. honest. Uh, I mean, I don't think the game like the game is you know twenty five years old now or you know twenty four. It may not have aged entirely gracefully as that Mario anniversary collection kind of put out or pointed out but like i i still prefer to play that than you know galaxy or sunshine and that's fair i mean you're also comparing it to sunshine which you know is not a good game we know we know what happened with that and i mean galaxy is great but um you know i think mars 64 just is such a landmark and then also just the way it plays is i remember like i I mean i have fond memories of going in like a best buy in that era and like the minute you walk in, the second you walk in, they had a big, like, nine TV display, like, right in the center of the, the store of March before, like, like, their kiosk. And this thing was, like, 50 feet in the air. And this was radical. <laughs> yeah, I loved walking in a store, and you could, I mean, back when you could walk in a store, and there's that those things. Um, like, I remember, I miss kiosks. Like, I mean, they still occasionally have them, but they're all, like, junky and crappy now. Yeah, like, or GameStop has them, and they're, like, they're not even the demo ones anymore. They're like, oh, watch videos, trailers yeah, like, of... Well, now they don't even work. They're just all, like, unplugged because of COVID. But, like, you know, yeah, I used to be able to, like... Remember, like, games... Well, 
this was more Funkle land. If you could just yeah. say, hey, I want to play this game. And the clerk would, like, pull it out of a drawer and, like, load it up. And it was, like, a, you know, Genesis game or some Super Nintendo game or something. And it's like, Oh, no, that was cool. awesome. You could literally be in that store playing yeah. whatever you wanted uh, to try it out. And you could literally, you could beat a game there if you stay there long enough. Right. And they, they couldn't say anything to you, so... Um, those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. Um, and of course, uh, my number one, you mentioned it, uh, Super Mario World. I've mentioned my love for this game, I don't know how many times on this, uh, show, but, like, you know, it was the first game that I ever really remember owning. It was, uh, the, I mean, I didn't buy it, my dad did, but it was like, it was the first console that was mine. It's my console. It was the game that I played the most because it's the game that I had for the long, longest time. But it's also, it's a great game. And it's just, um, you know, like it had a lot of variety in the levels. Uh, you could play as Yoshi. You could, I mean, I, that's where my love for, uh, Yoshi came from. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, it took a lot of the foundations from Mario, the first Mario Brothers. And then, of course, they got to expand that with, you know, uh, Mario 3, which is another great Mario game. And then just put it all together for the Super Nintendo and have it look really great for its time. The music was great. Um, just absolutely adore this game. And, See, yeah. I, lo- I, I really love Mario World, but my only knock against it is if you compare it to like Mario Brothers 3, it feels very constrained. Yeah, okay. And I, I say that because, like, there's only there's only really two power ups in Mario World: the fire flower and the feather. Ah, uh-huh, that's true. Yeah, and like you can break the game with the feather, no question. The fire flower always sucks in Mario games, personally, I think. But like if you compare it to like Mario Bros. Three, where there's like you know nine different suits and half of them are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean that is like probably my only criticism of like Mario World, like personally, like it you know, finding all the secret en- entrances and exits is cool. Like the secret, the really secret Star World is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the boss fights like, are cool. I, I love the 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 world where you get to find all the Yoshi's as well. Yeah, uh. well, that was a Star World, like because they had the red, mm-hmm. the blue, and the yellow Yoshi's, and they all had mm-hmm. like different abilities, and the blue is always the best. <laughs> <laughs> I agree there. Yeah. Uh, but, and the, uh, the red and yellow ones always sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just. It was like, for its time, talk about like getting to show off the Super Nintendo. I mean, obviously, you know, Sega wound up being able to do things uh, faster and all that stuff. But I think the I Super, mean, it was able to show off how Super Nintendo wound up having one of the best game lineups of all time. So, I mean, like, you know, Sonic is faster, but there's like, in a Sonic game, there's like 20 levels, maybe, maybe 22. In Mario, there's like 50. And, you know, Oh, all the different exits and stuff. You can bump through like ninety. I think I think there are like ninety six exits in Mario World. Mm-hmm. So you know, at the time you don't know that you're just like, oh, this number's going up. But like now you look at it and go, like, oh, that's actually like a percentage, or you know, there's an actual goal here. <laughs> <laughs> like Sonic doesn't really have that. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, I mean, anything else you want to? Well, no, I mean, mm-hmm. I just hope this this uh, next launch is good. Yeah, let's hope that, I mean, that's what I'm really hoping for is we don't have any crazy, oh, launch defects and any, anything like that. I just want people to really be able to enjoy their systems and you can have your console wars if you want, but just enjoy those games that are going to come out with it. I mean, I'm super excited for Yakuza. 
Uh, everything I keep seeing about it is just makes me want to play more. <laughs> want to play it. Yeah. Um, looks uh, freaking awesome. Excited for Assassin's Creed. Uh, anything you're? I, I'm I'm sure you want to really get into Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man and Assassin's Creed are probably my two big games. Uh, I mean, yeah, Yakuza would be, but it's not. I mean, I'll probably play it on PS4 or PC yeah. to get it in. Although yeah, I, I mean. PS4, you could just up, get it upgraded, right? So. Yeah, but PC might be good because, like, I hear I read like one review and they said like you have to, like at a certain point you have to really grind out levels in that game. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you great. do at the end apparently. Well, like, Sorry to spoil PC. it for people. <laughs> if you have the PC version, that's not a factor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know. <laughs> but they. But, yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll know next week, and well, at least hopefully I will. <laughs> And, well, I and you, for that matter. And we'll yeah. have different, different uh, opinions on both systems as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, hopefully Jens will get his in as well, so you'll have uh, two of you guys that get to enjoy a PS5 and two of us yep. enjoy this, this Series X as well. Let's see. Hopefully I get as good I, news from Amazon. <laughs> as, as I hear a cat crying in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the kitties, I think. Uh, they're probably... One of them did, did something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, everybody, get ready. Get ready for those those systems. They're almost here. By the time we come out uh, with a show, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if uh, Jens and I both get our systems in, we'll be able to do like a special Series X thing. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, for sure, when we come out next week, those systems will be here. Yep. We'll get to talk about. PS5, Series X, and the games that come along with them. Uh, or, well, we can still talk about the games without those systems, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you later, everybody. Later. And bye.